You are listening to the PHP Ugly Podcast. And despite what the title may lead you to believe, this is a podcast about the joys and challenges of being a professional PHP developer. Your hosts are three passionate developers who make a living coding and who live stream every week to discuss coding, projects, work, tech, and running a business. And now, here are your hosts, Eric Van Johnson, John Congdon, and Tom Rideout. This is episode 287 of the PHP Ugly Podcast. I am your host, Eric Van Johnson, and with me is John Congdon. The one that has a, a board full of cards. And Tom Rideout. The victim. I feel I'm very disappointed in you, Tom. I mean, John's got a, just a stack of cards in Trello, and yours is. You know, Trello cards have like a history. You can you can see where they all came from and when they all moved. There may have been a flaw in your plan there. <laughs> well, good thing is we don't open these up to the public, so who's going <laughs> to investigate? Yeah. We also don't uh, we don't read other people's cards and prompt conversations. You've got a, you've got a hell of a workload today. <laughs> Let me fix that right back up then. <laughs> I think I might be addicted to, uh, I really like Costco trail mix. I've been eating like, like we bought a Costco here in the U S it's one of those bulk. You bought a Costco and at Costco, you, you, you don't buy anything small. So we bought like this bulk thing of trail mix there and I almost finished the bag. And I like to think the it's problem a is they went thing. shopping an hour. They went shopping an hour ago. I think it, I like to think it's like a healthy habit to have, but I I augment mine a little bit. So you know, trail mix has like M and M's in it and peanuts. I throw some Skittles, some Twizzlers in there, popcorn. Not so much trail mix anymore, but still damn good, damn good. <laughs> the problem is How- you shouldn't be eating it when you're in the middle of a meeting and you're doing <sighs> the the majority of the talking. Uh huh. You can't stop me. It's not me. I I can. What this picture you shared? What? Why? <laughs> what? This is why Discord.phpugly.com. You really, really need to think about being in there. I, Tom. What? This? 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 Is this like a deep fake? Is that what this is? What? What is the this? Snapchat filters this week <laughs> have just been amazing. Is that still a thing? Oh, very much. And I they, thought Snapchat like died. No, they are so fantastic right now with the like the facial manipulation stuff. It is just I don't know what is more disturbing the fact that Snapchat Tom just said Snapchat is fantastic or the fact that Tom has a Snapchat account. It's all just really bothering. Well, I have teenagers. Snapchat is one of the like primary forms of amongst teenagers. Yeah, you just blew my mind. I really thought it was I thought that oh, was like no. a very short phase in our nope. existence. No, it's it's as big as ever. All right. So I have something exciting to talk about. So last week we talked about Mastodon and the PHPC.social instance that a lot of people have been going to. My my um my little followers list, I'm up to like 30 now. I, I like had three for you know three years, and all of a sudden I'm up to like 30 in, in a week. I tried logging in afterwards, and I I just haven't been able to. A lot of people, a lot of our PHP Ugly listeners have been jumping on, and I think that might have something to do with it. They've released a bunch of new emojis in in that Discord, or not Discord, Jesus, in that uh, Mastodon instance, the PHPC.social, and they included the PHP Ugly avatar in there. So the PHP Ugly is a emoji in there so if you do the the colon php ugly colon boom it's the php ugly logo 
nice. you immediately get banned. Boom. <laughs> <laughs> that's how they that's how they identify people that need to be kicked off the network. It just lets you mark yourself, huh? Is that how that works? <laughs> I assume. So I, I I I was actually very flattered to see that. I'm like, that is so cool. And PHP Architect is in there. PHP Roundtable's in there. Yeah, those are all legitimate was, brands. But the fact that we're in there is awesome. Wasn't there somebody? I, I hung out with this guy today. He's pretty cool. Um, felt like a little about that. But he was crying about not getting any love from Taylor. Who said that? <laughs> Here he is. Bragging about all this love we were getting. We don't get any love from the community. Oh. What happened? Did you forget to start recording? No, I I yes. did start recording. <laughs> that, that also happened. All right, we're just not recording. We're, we're, we're just going off the YouTube stream. No, we're, we're just, too just, deep into it. No, just we're too it deep now. into it. Just, no, we're too deep into this, Tom. So this is this has been my problem for the last couple of days, okay? I, uh, I rebuilt my system after last week's show. I, as everybody knows who listens to the show, I, my my system started to take a decline, and I just felt like it was time to do a fresh build. John, you're right. Uh, the the little rescue partition does update, so I did I did reinstall the the newer version. I figured, okay, this is going to be a fresh install. If it fresh goes sideways, yeah. If it goes sideways again. It's you know I I won't have that much time in this time. Um, so I've been I've been building rebuilding my system, and I have to admit between Dropbox between GitHub those two things right there gets me like ninety percent there. I use I use an application called Stow, which I guess I I put a link to that in uh, the show notes as well. Stow is just it, it's um I think it was originally used to manage user local bin scripts, but I a lot of people use it to manage their dot files as well. So I just go into this folder that I have called dot files and I start stowing everything and it just creates sim links back to you know my configuration. And I was talking to John today, um, you know, it's interesting to see all the little quality of life sort of configurations I've done over the years that I didn't have backed up or I didn't have like, um, like in one place I could reference. And it really kind of, I'm, I'm really trying to pay attention to like, you know, the parts like fonts were an example. You know, I had a bunch of custom font, fonts on my old set and I didn't have them as part of my dot files. So when I moved them over, I'm like, oh crap, all my favorite fonts are gone. So now I moved all my dot file or all my fonts into my dot files folder so I could use Stow to re- restore them. Why and, is that uh, easier than just putting them in Dropbox and copying? Well, th- they are they are in Dropbox. That's that's where the dot .files folder is. All Stow does Stow <clears throat> the way you configure Stow is, is you give let's say Tmux, right? Uh, you give Tmux a folder, and in that folder, you store the files that you would have in your system relative to how you want them restored. So I do everything based on my home directory. So uh, in my tmux folder, I, I'll have a .tmux.conf file, and then I'll have a .tmux folder that has all my tmux plugins. Some some files like my um, my in uh, my neovim folder would have a .config file, then in them folder because everything I'm restoring is restoring based on my home directory. So all all I have to do is I go into the .files folder and I say stow. Tmux, and then it just creates 
it goes into that folder, finds everything in that folder, and creates symlinks. So everything is is mapped correctly. So it's the same thing. It's just it's a little easier than manually doing it. You don't have to. You just run one command, and you could have a bunch of different uh, files you're referencing. They say you can do it actually from the top directory. You can just say stow star, and it does everything. I've I never got that to work, and I actually don't even try to do it anymore. But yeah, um, so so I've, I've been doing I've been doing that sort of thing, but I still have problems with my system. Uh, we had the conversation last week about the difference between flat packs and Debian packages, and how I hate Stop. flat packs. Yeah, I can't get Zoom working. Like I've had the, lots of people say that it, that's a new twenty two oh four, the latest version of Ubuntu or really? Pop OS. Yeah, so. That's why I thought you were trying to downgrade back to to twenty one ten. I don't look back, John. I just sometimes, look sometimes you have to. I, like I said, it's it's been a big issue. I mean, he's he's being literal. We have trouble looking. It's, it's all this <laughs> fat that I have on my neck. Oh, Struggle. Uh, I'm gonna find a find a better link for our friends in Discord at discord.dhbagley.com. Yes. File manage with Stow. I think I think I bet you there's any. Manage.files with Stow, GNU Stow, right there. All right, here we go, people. I didn't read this article, so this could be a terrible thing. Let me put it in show notes so it comes in. That. Put it in show notes. All right. If you have a Unix-based system, check this uh, this app out. What is my favorite it's, font? It's only $59.99. You can PayPal that to Eric. Yes. Yeah. I need some. I need some referral links. Referral links. <laughs> yeah, Comic Sans. Uh, whoever asked me what my um, font is, everything is Comic Sans across the board. Everything. Did you not read right under the question? No. It was what they say. It was that that was already replied for you. Damn it! Yeah, Papyrus and Comic Sans. That's yeah. That's 100%. how you roll. Well, well, Tom replied. He's he's seen my system. He knows. Yeah, I like my <laughs> numbers to start on the line that I'm on, and I like to code in Comic Sans. <laughs> <laughs> what line and number are you on? In both, di- both directions. Two. No, he's always on zero. He's, uh, that's true. he's always on line one. It's always no, zero. Does it start with zero? I thought his line. Yeah, it's zero and then one, three. Oh god, <laughs> so insufferable. Oh man, you guys are so mean to me. I, I you guys don't love me. Nobody. It's not, it's not the PHP. I, I just said how much like I love hanging out with you today. What are you Nobody likes me. This is the breaking news you, podcast. You like you like hanging out with me so much. You wouldn't admit it was me, John. <laughs> That's true. All right. I was afraid people would find out. Uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna post Master Deck and invite again. Oh, let's matter of fact. We're, since we're talking invites, let's just get invites out. Everywhere. Let me get the Mastodon one posted again in case you guys missed it last week because that is just blowing up. Um, I forget how to do it. So, do you-, do you have a client that you're using on your phone? No. Oh, yeah. Uh, uh, Tusk, uh, Turk, Turk, T U R K, I think. Oh, look, I load it in this tab and I'm signed in. I try signing in elsewhere Ooh. and it says I'm not, I can't sign T- in. Tusky, T U S K Y. Tusky is the app. Well, that's an Android app. I don't. I don't know if it's on your hootie tootie little iPhone. <sighs> hootie tootie. Look at that. A mobile app. All right. We're, Eric, we're posting people. So Eric and I had some fun this week, business wise. A couple of couple of things happened. One, we fired somebody. That's always. Fun. That's I mean, so oh. mean. That's like the meanest <laughs> thing you've ever said. I imagine. <laughs> um, I imagine that if I just cut John's feed, right, it will improve the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> hey, you know, fun thing I did was fire somebody. Anyways, gotta go. Bye. 
No, that wasn't the fun thing. We 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 did not fire them. They they are still. Uh, we have a client that uh, did we talk about this last week? Loves mm-hmm. us so much that they think so. We've started that project, and uh, I finally got Eric to bend to my will and agree that my way is the right way. <laughs> don't don't recall that from any of the podcasts. We- <laughs> no, um, we no we had a good conversation a little earlier on events, and Eric was talking to our one of our newer developers about the the project overall. And immediately said, I'm going to send you tables that I want created and basically the structure. And then we had had a good conversation. I'm like, I don't think we need to do that right now with the events. So the whole point of it is we're going to store the events. We're going to build up the state of the application in classes and objects. And we'll worry about what the database structures will look like later when we know more about the application, when we're going to start uh, pulling data out of it. And he actually said, okay. He didn't fight me on it. I was shocked. He likes to fight. It's hurtful. It's so hurtful. I'm, oh my I'm, gosh. I'm good. How's I'm everything good I'm saying tonight? Good idea. He's a flip, man. Hey, Tom, how did you have me create that mute button? That's what I lost. I lost my mute button. In your Steam Deck, well, there's a mute button. I don't, I don't, oh. <laughs> man. All right. Oh, I got it right here. I got I got it. Is this? Boom. We're not fixing your we're not fixing your computer live on the air, remember? All right, Eric, how was your week? I said you couldn't hear me because I fixed my computer live in the air. It's nice. all these little quality of life things. I need to, I like, I had a keyboard combo that I used to mute my mic, and I forgot to, I got to figure out how. So that's the thing I need to do. I need to, I need to look at Ansible again. And I don't think that's ever worked. I think you just cross your arms, look really angry, and lean back. <laughs> lean back. Yeah, you just do that, but don't say anything, and that's your. <laughs> mute you here in a second, buddy. Hey, I'm not done giving away invite links. If you are a Patreon supporter, first off, thank you very much for supporting us. You got the inside track of a new Discord that was opened up to the general public. And if you listen to the PHP Roundtable, well, you wouldn't have heard about the Discord, but you would have seen it in the show notes. So I'll put that in. There's a PHP Roundtable Discord now. We are getting PHP Roundtable going again, and uh, I might have just people a link back to PHP. Why do I feel like this podcast is just an index for other podcasts now? Not sure. (laughs) Not sure. Um, It's funny because it's true. You're funny because you're true. Yeah. So there's a PHP Roundtable Discord now. You'll see a few people in there that that, uh, that you might, might look a little familiar. I, I need a lot of people to join because Ennis Bucky posted this picture that's just been haunting me for like the last day, and I need this thing to scroll <laughs> off my screen. So I, I think I think this might do it. There we go. It's finally gone. Holy smokes! <laughs> Speaking of Ennis Bucky, um, Eric and I are starting to talk about SDPHP and when to get that rolling again. I haven't forgotten about you. I haven't not responded to you on purpose. I just haven't felt like responding to you yet. I'm trying yeah, to continue I'll, my my mean streak tonight, I guess. Also, we, we didn't finish that story about you firing somebody, I don't think. Yeah, we did. I said we brought him right back. It was a very temporary firing. But but why? <laughs> <laughs> because Eric and I have a knee-jerk reaction to things. We're like, what? what's going on? What? Get out of here. You're fired. We're sorry. Please stay with us. That, that's pretty much God damn it, that's, Joe. Jo- that's Joe's ver- getting a timeout. I'm, I'm timeouting you, Joe. Verbatim how it happened. How, how do you timeout people? Paragliding stupid. You're fired. <laughs> Joe's, sorry. Joe's in timeout. Got the stupid picture there that, again. That, 
Hello? Is this yeah. muted? Is this working? <laughs> Always. Tom, what are you doing, man? Well, first off, I am taking a vacation. Again? I am taking a... You just got back from vacation. <laughs> Six this months ago. This is why ago. we fired you. It oh, was wait, November. What? Uh, I am taking a week off because working with third-party integration has driven me solidly uh, for the purposes of taking a break from third-party integration. I decided to upgrade to Laravel 9. Ask me how that went. Told you last week. Told you last week how well it went. Today, when I merged and develop, I had a test failing. Not today, two days. Uh, Merged and develop, and a test was failing. It turns out that Laravel 9 heavily modified the update or create method on relationships and did not properly test for uh, custom pivoting. I love how he's already projecting the fact that he feels this is Taylor's fault. I can link to the PR. I will I will actually say this is not Taylor's fault. I have the blame log. Taylor approved it. However, the code was introduced by somebody else. So there were no tests? Not until not until we pushed out our, our fix, our test fix. There so you, so you, you contributed back to Laravel, is that what you're saying? Uh, yes, we did. Not you. Okay, got it. He's my name so okay i'm He's very so clear, right i'm very clearly cc'd on the pull request because i did not issue the pull request myself <laughs> but i did spend hours on it i i know this guy and his cousin's sister did a pull request so i'm i'm practically a contributor so our pull request <laughs> will push out on tuesday it, it, it was just funny that i kept asking and instead of just saying it we're like you kept referencing we what like that was the funny that was that was the funny part as i worked with a co-worker on it i know but it, it just wasn't clear. so there was an issue with uh cloning relationship objects in laravel where if you were using update or create and you had a custom pivot table it died a horrible horrible death um so now my pr for our <laughs> laravel 9 upgrade is sitting there waiting until tuesday so it- it's been merged in under in under twenty four hours, mind you. Yeah, so was the ticket that uh, created the. <laughs> but you added tests. I'm very proud of you. I mean, we. I'm proud of. We. Yes, Jason added tests. I did not add tests. But just what a what an unnecessary pain in the ass, and and the approval process of core level changes is just still garbage. Uh, it, this this lengthy conversation took place over two days about rewriting the relationship mapper for Laravel, and then it was merged in and pushed out, and it was like, oh, significantly broke a very fundamental idea in Laravel. Just drives me nuts. So you, but you caught it because of tester. Yes, <clears throat> test your code, people. You will be it was happy. One, you did. one very lucky test that I had around my code. Everything else passed. That's probably the only place you had a relationship. I think it was the only place we had the the update or create function. Yeah, that's yeah. the thing I would I would like to do be more proactive when I am using a library like via comp- however I am using that library have tests within my code of how I use to make sure that when I update that code via composer I know if it'll work or not and I I know I'm not testing I'm not supposed to be testing that code but I I hate all the time I spend going and looking at the change log when an update comes out to make sure my code won't break or if I just had tests already written and be like, okay, update the library and see if my tests work. If so, great, it's done. I don't have to spend forever wondering, did they break anything? I mean, isn't that uh, just basic abstraction? Isn't that what you're supposed to do when you're supposed to do you implement anything? Do you, do you not? 
no, it's it's not even abstraction. It's more of what if they like here they broke the first or create or update or create method. Had you not been testing with that, if you had mocked that, you would never have caught that they broke it, right? That's what I'm saying. I want to have an actual almost sure. like an integration test to the libraries I'm using, at least the parts that I am using. So when I upgrade the library, I'm I'm fairly confident that it's not going to break my. I mean, and and this is this is just a general testing paradigm: is that you should aim for maximum code coverage. You should test that everything. But, but normally you're testing your code. So when you're unit testing, you're going to mock your libraries. You're going to mock Illuminate in this case, or if I'm talking about. Well, my uh, unit tests you, do, but my functional tests don't. Well, I don't have functional tests. I mean, I, I do. I, we, I do have some. We're, we're building those out, but using Codeception, which is that functional or integration. I don't know. The Codeception is in. Yeah, I, it's it's a mess. It's frustrating. I I think two weeks ago, I was at the end of my rope with these third party integrations, and thankfully, I knew to took the t- take the time off next week to save my sanity. Because I just need a reset away from the, this garbage. Well, is that going to give you the space you need, taking a week off? Sure. I mean, I'm gonna, not... You're going to come right back to it. No, I've, I've, I'm trying very much to get all my stuff closed, all of my issues out, and start as fresh as I can with new issues the next... I've had, I've had a couple months of like nasty ticket rollover because of things that are out of my control. So... Getting those resolved and done this week has been my priority. And are you, so you're taking next week off for a vacation, going anywhere? Or are you just staying home playing games? No, I'm I'm traveling the world, Spain, Rome, Italy. I'll, I'll be. You YouTube. know me. I've got that wanderlust they talk about, where you have to be within ten feet of a bathroom. Yeah, I'm staying. I'm staying at home. I'm organizing the closets and repairing shit around the house. Playing video games mostly. Yeah. <laughs> Got the VR headset, started doing some Beat Saber. That does kind of look like fun. It's good exercise, man. Keeps you it keeps you moving. There's two versions. There's there's a game called Pistol Whip, where instead of like hitting moving blocks and, and dancing, you're shooting people and dodging bullets. So, you know, whatever like sort of fits your need works there. You could have used that one last week, huh? But apparently didn't need to. <laughs> you were so fast you dodged without even knowing yeah. it. No, no, just <laughs> All that uh, practice paid off. Yeah, worked out great. Still no, still no uh, feedback from the police on that one. Shocker. Yeah, it's fantastic watching the authorities literally do nothing. But hey, what, do you, what are you going to do? Except hit by a the show. <laughs> All right, Eric, how about your week? Tom and I have talked. About yeah, did lot. you get shot at? No, shut up. Oh man. Um, Who'd yeah, you fire? <laughs> pretty much just been putting the. Um, Putting the system back together. And like I said, finding these little tweaks that, you know, after years of using the same system, you forgot. You forgot you did that. And what's funny is, like, like my T-Mux, somehow I, I, I didn't have the theme that I was using on my t- previous T-Mux. I didn't have it stored. And so, like, you know, I had been using it for years. So I fire up T-Mux and it's not the right theme. I'm like, I, you know, there's like that quick moment of panic. It's like, how the hell did I do that? Like, what? <laughs> What web page did I go to that showed me how to do that correct? Oh, that that's that was the big thing. Actually, that was the big thing that that stopped working. Um, so I, I do everything. I, I I pretty much fire up a terminal and I fire up Tmux and um, I do everything in Tmux. And to copy from Tmux to my clipboard, you know, they're they're a key combination you have to go through, which is is not a big deal. But 
and I and again something I've been doing for years, and, and I get it fired up this last time, and it's not copying to my clipboard. I'm like, oh my god, I don't know how to fix that. Like I fixed it once before, and I have no idea how I did it. It just always worked moving forward. I had to do a bunch of little research that out. But yeah, that's my that's my week. I've been doing a little coding. We we did release. I finally released the PHP Roundtable um, episode. I'm sure you guys all watched it. Of course, us. I, I, I left little Easter eggs in there for both you. I, I yeah. appreciated them a lot. Yeah, me you too. You didn't watch it at all. <laughs> Neither one of you guys watched it. Watch it. Where? Where are you supposed to watch it at? He well, I don't it. know. You didn't, you YouTube didn't slash PHP Roundtable, maybe. I actually haven't posted the website. I found a bug when I tried to post. But uh, it is on the YouTube channel. The audio stream is out. Um, oh, I will say, uh, so I did that last week on Thursday, right before we recorded. And again, you know, I felt like my system was kind of limping along at that point because I was having all sorts of issues everywhere I turned. So I'm like, there's no way I'm going to do OBS. Uh, Zoom was freaking out on me. So I'm like, God damn it. How am I going to record this? So I went to Restream, which is the service we use for PHP Ugly. And Restream has a whole ability to kind of do like an OBS light sort of uh, management. And um, it worked really well. Uh, matter of fact, when everybody went to, uh, went to Restream, um, so we got everybody on and, and I, I got... I got uh, Zoom running long enough to get everybody on Zoom, and they switched over to Restream. And I don't know what Restream's doing, but everybody's mic sounded so sharp. Like, they're doing some sort of audio normalization. I don't know what the hell they're doing, but everybody's mic instantly sounded like it was a higher quality mic. So you're you're saying we need that for this show? Well, Uh this this streams through... Tom's OBS streams through Restream, so I I assume it's doing the same thing. I don't know, but that's just just an ass out of you and me as far as I'm concerned. I haven't experienced that. Hmm. But yeah, so so if nothing else, Tom, go check out youtube.com slash php roundtable. Just to see what that what that looks like, we do a little couple little small transitions. I do some little browser sharing. Um, it, it was cool. It was. You, can do you may not have to rebuild your Windows. Hey, I got a whole week of vacation off to, to not, not build play video, video games. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> you guys will be amazed at how little I can do. So I really enjoyed. I really enjoyed our roundtable talk. Uh, that was that was a fun little podcast and. Everybody has kind of made a loose commitment to being regular panel members, so I'm happy. Sarah Goldman, so you're not worried about getting banned from? She told me to beep her, so I beeped her. I beeped her on on the on the video. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. On the video, I pe- I beeped her, but on, on the audio, it's still I I didn't bother going through it on the audio. Then why did you do it on the video? Do you care? She asked. She told me oh. to. Oh well, you you cared so much that you didn't do it on the audio version that gets auto downloaded to players. Uh, uh, the audio version probably gets way more listens. Uh, way fewer beeps. <laughs> it wasn't that bad. It was a very quick bad word. So. Oh hey, look, my Trello board has been restored. However, that happened. It got me. You know, I would not have done that. Did you guys see that the release manager voting has wrapped up? Has wrapped up. Congratulations has to wrapped. Sergei Pantaleov and 
You did Eric, so good. Eric Sherrill. You did so good. <laughs> really? Oh, sorry, Eric, man. Yeah, yeah. The, I we did the best we that. could, and this is exactly what we... Yeah, yeah. you should have known this is where you're going to end up, Eric, man. I mean, to be fair, he did better than I did, so uh, <laughs> that 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 kind of hurts a little bit, to be honest. What the hell? Uh, I'm excited about 8.2. I've been, I've been reading so much lately, and before I get to that, I want to thank our sponsor. When you're in production, a thousand things can go wrong. You could deploy a bug in your latest release. Your background jobs can silently fail. Someone could trip over the network cable at your data center. And this all comes back to you. You need to know when bad things happen and be able to respond to them quickly. That's why we built HoneyBadger. It's easy to install HoneyBadger in your backend applications and front-end JavaScript. It only takes a few minutes of configuration and you'll have monitoring done. That's because we hook into popular web frameworks, job systems, and the browser so that when any of them crash, we can automatically let you know. We ping your application from our global fleet of servers to let you know about problems with connectivity, latency, and SSL certificates. And we monitor your recurring jobs to see if any of them stop recurring. When there's a problem, we alert your team using the tools you already use. We can create issues in GitHub, Jira, and other issue trackers, and send notifications via Slack, PagerDuty, or other channels. When you click through, you'll be taken to detailed information on the error. You'll see things like request parameters, headers, user information, and the backtrace. Click on any line of the backtrace to view it in GitHub, Bitbucket, or your local editor. When you fix a problem, just mark it resolved and follow up with the affected user. That's HoneyBadger, where the monitoring tool for web developers who'd rather be, well, developing. Thank you, HoneyBadger. I do want to make a correction. I said that Eric Mann did better than I, I did the voting. Oh my god, uh, no one cares. Uh I I did get I more I did get more seventh place votes than Eric, so <laughs> <laughs> uh, who's the winner now, buddy? Oh um, man, you're gonna make me say the names again? Uh Sergey Pantelev and Kierik Sharon are the winners. Is that not what you were asking for? I forget what they what they were. Why, I've been why reading, do you guys let me eat trail mix reading, while I'm trying to record? I got like little pieces of nuts floating around in my mouth. <laughs> <laughs> are you, have you ever had nuts course. in your mouth that just like don't want to go away? They're just there, all salty and everything. Been reading a lot lately, and uh, <laughs> I came across a fantastic article uh, by Krell. He does uh, good writing. He does good writing. Um, friend of mine. Absolutely hate him. Have no idea why. I really can't, haven't figured it out. But uh, this article about Null, uh, it's an article called Much Ado About Null. And it goes into the entire like history of the Null type and how type systems are used uh, when a function is a total function or a partial function, which is something I'd never really considered. And just a, a really, like, really, really fantastic. Um, so this is be in our discord and in, in our show notes, but I highly recommend everyone check this out. It is a long article for sure, but it is dense. It is packed tight with information that I just, every, every paragraph to me was like, Oh my God, that makes so much sense. Uh, how does PHP auto type casting work or how does an uncasted PHP method, uh, look at the lower levels? Uh, like an uncasted PHP method just defaults to mixed and uh, uh, stuff like that. There's 
there's been so much conversation lately about having a, a, a linter or a, an engine that drops type hinting in PHP, like as it runs. And this is this is the opposite. This is understanding why types are so important and how they work and how they're implemented and what's wrong with certain types of implementations. I just love this article so much. So highly recommend it. I will definitely give it a. It's an, and it's an it's the it's information dense, but it's an easy read. Lots of great metaphor usage, lots of great examples. Just a just really really good. And then on the opposite end of the spectrum, a lengthy article about whether or not Laravel scale, which and is the result was of course uh, the result the result was fuck you you don't know what scaling means, which is fantastic. I mean that article has to exist somewhere for sure. Because when you have people in user groups saying, like, does it scale, it gets frustrating because you're like, hey, man, you're making a school website. You're, you're fine. Don't worry. Yeah, I'm sure you don't have to worry about that much traffic hitting your little league baseball. Sure. Your t-ball website. You're, you're okay. But the, the problem with this article is that I, I believe Laravel is mentioned in the title and then in the last paragraph. And then every other paragraph is trying to explain, like, dude, you don't know what the word scale means. And that's that's a fine article if you change the title to what does the word scale mean? You can, it sounds like you replaced the word scale with... Uh, there are a healthy number of double-quoted enterprise <laughs> in, in the article. Uh, starting so Eric, with, so Eric starting with like, Wikipedia. Article. No, it's... This article definitely like needs to exist, okay, and I'll, I'll go as far as to time. say the word Laravel is all through. Sure, but it, you're being metaphorical there or not? But. Uh, okay, so let's go to, like the first instance. It, it, it's where, in there forty-four times. Where, so. Yes, but let's go to the first instance where he's he's not just quoting "Does Laravel scale?" Where he actually talks about Laravel's scalability. So it's like I'm, he makes a point and then says Laravel, right? Like Laravel can handle your application at scale. There's a whole four paragraphs. Uh, so it's making for... it's making points. Will Laravel handle that? So you, <clears throat> it's like to your point of you don't understand scale. Laravel can handle this piece and that piece. So what was the bottom line? Was was this a pro Laravel? Oh, Laravel oh no, hold on. So you mentioned 44 references to the word Laravel. I'm trying to find the first reference to what Laravel does for the purpose of scaling. This you're, is you're, riveting you're, you're podcast. Gonna, I was going to say you got to read it while we're on. Yeah, <laughs> while we're recording. <laughs> I got your point. Okay, so there is. I got to the end of it. There is no mention of how Laravel scale. It says right here. Laravel QSIM has multiple drivers. That helps it scale. That that's not what that that paragraph is about. Anyways, well, I'm not reading it live on the air. I'm just saying this this I article this article titled "Does Laravel Scale?" isn't about Laravel and is more about being annoyed at the question "Does Laravel Scale?" and saying to the person who keeps asking that question, "You don't know what scaling me. Leave me alone." You know who does know what scaling me? People that do syntax. They are friggin' annoying. I can tell you that much. I got hit with one again this week. Actually, this morning I got woke out of bed with the site being down. And that's not fun. It's just a Luckily. T-Mod site, John. You'll be fine. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it's, just a, it's just a school. 
It, it only took one server to, to take it down. It's all good. Well, I mean, DDoS is really bad because they can cause your auto-scaling system to inflate and cost you a lot of money. Well, that's why you put limits on how much it cranked Kinesis, up. Kinesis is coming up with a new hope. keyboard. I mean, here's, here's, a quote. here's a quote from the article. No, Laravel isn't scalable. It is suitable for startups or little web applications that are typically generated with CMSs like WordPress. WordPress doesn't have anything to do with Laravel. This is, but again, it goes back. This is scale. just what a dude. Kind of traffic this is, are you really dealing with? Well, on, on WordPress is great for scaling because it's static HTML. It's just this is just an article about a guy being annoyed by the term scale, and I appreciate that. At least he didn't go start a podcast. But it has nothing to actually do with scaling Laravel. It has to do with scaling your data stores and load balancing and stuff like that. And I can say for sure, Laravel scales. Doesn't scale infinitely. But it scales as well as any other like PHP application, and there are some good points in the article for sure. But Eric, you excited about this split design keyword? Pretty much, yeah. That that's one of the reasons why I went with the, um, the that moon, moon lamp. Oh, you're talking keyboards again? I think they made that because you were talking about them and how why you, you were. Switching. I'm 100 percent certain that's they why the show. that's why it yeah. was created. Yeah, I mean we have that sort of pull, and uh, yeah, yeah. I'll be modest. It was us. Now modest. It's not how not how modest. <laughs> I'm getting I'm getting some nice uh, windstorms here. I had to put my ACs in this weekend. My like window window air conditioner units because mm-hmm. it was just getting too hot. And uh, got an alert on my phone: winter storm warning. It is going to snow all weekend. See if the the AC units work. I mean, in a very like eco negative way. Yeah. <laughs> I love the activity we're getting on uh, Twitch today. If you are interested in contributing to the thing we... This dumpster fire of a podcast? You can always become a patron on Patreon. A patron... God. I, I, I never get it right. Just join, Just go to Patreon. Patreon.com slash PHP. Pick a random... Yeah, go to Patreon.com. Pick a random one. <laughs> and just give give me your money. money. Maybe I should put that link on, on this page. You see the flowers are moving now, right? I, I, t- I, t- I do um, see that. Yeah, they're not the cherry blossom. It's a it's a strange conflict with the fact that in two hours it will be snowing. Yeah, this is what May looks like for most of the world. You you and Australia are the two places where it's cold. Eric, man, we already talked about you. You're gonna have to rewind. Yeah. Yes. Sorry. Well, I mean, it was mostly we, we, about we, we didn't talk about our, you at all. our failure to promote you. <laughs> we apologize or... for mentioning that you were part of the uh, PHP Ugly uh, listening squad. We think we we might have uh, sabotaged your your. Your run for a release manager. You can thank us later. I'd love to tell you how no one started. Well, see how it's not 10 o'clock yet. We haven't gone for an hour, so we're okay. That much. If you want to wrap I, it up early, we can wrap it up early. I'm fine with that. Hey, I got lots of flights in, in paragliding. I heard about this. I'm excited. Why do you so get close. excited when you talk about this? But I talk about Vim. It's like, oh, Vim again. Because Vim isn't flying? I literally, literally gliding for a reason, literally floating on the air, thousands of feet in the sky. Haven't gotten to thousands yet. Maybe 200. Gotten to to hundreds. That's about it so far. I'm going to, I'm so close to having my P2 and then I can go fly in the mountains like on my own. Um, Not that I can't now, but I have to have an instructor with me. Um, I saw this. You failed your P2 test by one but it doesn't matter if he fails by one point or if nobody votes for him. He still failed, okay? <laughs> it's no all the same. No one said voting. It's not a 
It's not a vote. He didn't come in fifth. So yes, I you need an eighty percent to pass the test. I got seventy nine, but it wasn't that big of a deal to me. I wasn't too worried about it because most of the people that I've seen take the test fail at least the first time, if not the first two times. Uh, the instructors use it as a way of learning what they need to cover more of. So it's not like they we sit down in class and go over every little thing that you talked about. So it's a good chance of sitting down afterwards and saying, okay, you didn't get this right. And here's why, here's what the question was asking. Uh, gives them a chance to kind of cover it again. So I'm not too worried about it. I'll pass it again on the second go around. So but, contro- controversial opinion. Your instructor is way too supportive on Facebook. The guy is awesome. I mean, all of them are awesome. Billy has been stepping up on Facebook. Been good. I, I don't, I don't doubt that they're all awesome, but it was like, to me, Facebook is like the friends and family thing. And you like you posted the good news and bad news, and that you had you had missed your P two by one point. And he came in to your Facebook and was like, was like, hey, bro, you know it's all good, everything's fucking cool, and like we're gonna work hard and make this happen together, be a me and you team thing, and like <laughs> we're on it. And I'm like, I am not that energetic about anything ever. You should see him in in classes though. He he doesn't take shit. Like he 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 will talk you down and yeah because you'll die yeah exactly so he's he's really hard on you during class when you're making mistakes like but all in all like very very supportive overall good person i I, like i said i I don't doubt that at all it's just it's it's almost to support i'm 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 used to facebook being a very negative space (laughs) i'm sorry for ruining that for you really like it's like when I'm scrolling in dark mode and then like your post shows up in light mode and just irritate. <laughs> That's why I do it. Yeah. So you're going to have to, you're gonna have to I'm, I'm only one or, two, one or two good flying days away from being certified and like not completely done a constant learning experience. And I will be going to get three in the near future, but we will take a break from classes a little bit. I still, I'm just being a supportive friend. <laughs> I appreciate that. <clears throat> I assume Eric's when not, you're... He, wants me to, he wants me to die and I can't tell why. <laughs> You share ownership of a company. It's not confusing. <laughs> I'm worth more dead than I am alive. I mean, at this point, isn't that what marriage is? I my I so my son know. is my son is taking a business class in uh, community college, and and the other day we're having dinner, and he just says, "Hey, uh, hey, you guys have life insurance?" <laughs> and I was like, "I was like, who the fuck's asking?" <laughs> i know i mean it's like no it's an exercise uh it's an exercise my teacher wanted to do to find out like who in our lives had life insurance. no i'm worthless like, pretty worthless well, alive yeah. too but if i if i died you would owe money <laughs> mom too don't answer honey <laughs> it's it it seemed like it because when you're putting down waffles and bacon and your son is just like hey if you guys died, how much money would I make? It's a it's Here, have some question. more waffles and bacon. Does that cover like accidents or like what does it cover? Are there any exclusions on your policy that I need to be aware of? Well, and so as a as a not necessarily atheist family, but as a non-religious family, I had to then explain to him what an act of God was. Whereas like, well, you know, in most insurance companies don't cover acts acts of God, quote unquote acts of God. And he goes, you mean when God kills you? <laughs> I was like, that's kind of what they mean. It's like if it's a tornado or like a lightning storm and you just get hit by a lightning. He's like, well, why? I'm like, man, great question. No idea. No, it just like, yeah, they'll, they'll, they'll cover you if you're in a car accident and you're going 100 miles an hour and just like 
got distracted by your cell phone. But if you're mowing the lawn and it's just lightly raining and you get hit by a lightning bolt, man, God wanted you dead. and We're not paying for that. <laughs> <laughs> made, made no sense to him. And I a hundred percent agree. <laughs> Kevin just said that I'm not going to be ever affected by a tornado, which I am so happy about. I mean, generally speaking, yeah. Now I do have a winter storm warning. I'm being told by the government that I will blockade it in my house for the next day. And we'll see what actually happens. You're blockaded anyway, because you're not going to leave the house. <laughs> you're like, please bring more. I don't want to leave. Ouch. I told Which you, right? He's mean. Snow's never shot at me, okay? <laughs> it's one of Although one time, I did, one time I, I, I did look I up and get a snowflake in my eye, and it was terrible. I blame Felt Eric. Like I he wanted to hang out today. And I Listen, said you yes. keep asking me out of this guy. He's going through some hard times right now. I, I, I've been there. I was like, he's going to he's going to take up drinking, probably do some illegal drugs. Yes. What Start is it like podcast. to be sponsored by PHP? <laughs> All right. I don't know, man. We got more to talk about. I'm going to have to check other people's Trello boards now because I can't, <laughs> I don't know where all my tickets went. I'm going to be, I'm going to be very interested in what I have for you guys next. I thought you were off the show next week because you're on vacation. No, it's a staycation. I'm literally okay. working next week. I have, I have a PR that's going to get pushed out to Laravel in on Tuesday. So I will absolutely be working for that. Love how this is his PR now. It's great. Love this. I mean, I found the bug. It's my issue. Good job, Tom. Well, I mean, I didn't introduce the bug that one. He didn't introduce it either. He... Well, I I don't follow the names in the like open source community a whole lot. Like the big names, like Taylor, I fought. I like I understand their contributions, but there's just like there's also five people working on Laravel Core that do a bunch of stuff, and I don't I don't know them well enough to hold a grudge. My coworker, like absolutely. Like, he knows all the people who work on the Laravel team. He thinks these two guys are fucking cl- And I just sort of trust him on that. <laughs> I, but I, I can't invest in that. I can't invest in, in anger. I've already got this podcast. <laughs> all right. That's going to do it. Let's wrap it up. <clears throat> Fine. Right. So, see, wrap. see, here it goes. John bossing everybody around again. Whatever. Episode 287. We're done. We're done. You're fired. You're fired. You're fired. I'm sorry. I didn't mean to we're, fire We're you. wrapping sorry. this one up. We You're can totally fired. finish it. You're not fired. I'm Eric. I'm John. Maybe I'm later. Tom. Keep it ugly. One, two, one, two. Uh, coming off the top. Y'all know how we do. Listen, I'ma drop a freestyle you can cherish. I'ma send a shout out to the host named Eric. Yo, he's never on some average shit. You know, Eric, he stays loud and passionate. I'm about to break it down for y'all with the clever song. Yo, shout the host name Thomas, cause he's never wrong. Yo, shout to John. You know that he's smart and quiet. Unlike my freestyles, which cause a riot. I'm about to do it like this, cause the people love me shouts out to php the ugly it's called ugly because it's not professional but i'm about to come through and bless you with style so let's do it when i'm spitting i perfume the room yo the segment of the show is called doom and gloom that came from thomas yeah can nobody go beyond this i get the mic and then i'm about to keep it like a promise yeah and y'all know we fill them up with anguish we talking about the php the programming language about to break it down no exaggeration what do y'all do for a living web app Okay, I can dig it. My words spray tight. Uh, they getting together on the Thursday nights. Yeah, when it comes to rhyming, you can call me the new dude. I spew true lyrics while y'all broadcast on YouTube. So let's get it. You know my lyrics are major. All up in the comments, they got plenty of haters, but they doing what they doing. Keep it ugly. We ending every show with the saying it's lovely. Let's go. Yeah, come on.